you there? Bada-da. Hold on. Oop. I've lost the dog. Oh. Come on in. Come on. I can't hear. I can only hear you on the computer. All right. Put your headphones. So in. I might. I might have to change. Hang on. Let me. Um, let me change the. Uh, that one. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, <coughs> so anyway, another day, another dollar. Uh, all the political parties have embarrassed themselves. So we can't really talk about politics in the run-up to the election because uh, if I was to actually tell everybody how I think they should vote, we'd be in trouble. So let's not show any favouritism to any of them. Okay. Well, it's quite easy not to really want to think about it, considering the stupidity of a lot of them. Can't we do it cryptically? Um, I'm not sure you know how to do cryptic. Oh, okay. Really. We can't say the um, the sky is looking particularly um... red, blue, yellow, or green. No, no, I don't okay. think so. No, I think that would be silly. But listen, everything uh, you know, they're all on, on on both sides now. The major parties. There are so many cock ups going on. So many people putting their foot in it. So much stupidity. Uh, I think it's going to be a really ent- entertaining and interesting uh, election. Well, it's like a Christmas present come early, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we can't talk about that. So um, that's one subject that we'll have to uh, forego. I mean, I, I'm tempted. I mean, I've noticed a number of number of politicians on all sides are uh, rubbishing their own parties at the moment. Christmas is coming. Mm. I'm thinking of getting you a gift. What colour wrapping paper would you like uh, me to wrap it in? Well, um, white with a nice gold ribbon. White with a gold ribbon. Yeah. Okay, fair you enough. You thought you'd catch me out, didn't you? Oh, I, I, I thought I was going to be clever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. You're not going to catch me out at all. So anyway, I've got Jake, who's uh, a friend of mine, whose hobby is washing I'm absolutely serious. His hobby is washing cars. He's outside washing mine now. You say hobby, but I, I call that a business. Well, it would be a business if he charged. You found someone to wash your car for free. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Jakey. Does does he ever come to Wales? Uh, no, but I'm sure he, he, he has a criteria. Is that a, a make of car? No, he has a criteria. He will only wash a nice car, and you have to promise him that you won't take it to one of these car washes where they all come out and they spray it, he says, with horrible things, and doesn't do your paintwork any good after a while. There's no point polishing my car. I've got so many scratches on it that... He wouldn't do your car. Right. Because your car would be an anathema to him. An anathema? An anathema to him. He just wouldn't do it. It would it would depress him too much. He will only do uh, what he considers to be nice car, cars worth doing. Cars that people like me would drive. Yeah. Are you still banned from Bristol? Yeah, yeah. I'm, listen, I don't give a shit about Bristol. I'm very sorry, Bristol. Um, but if you're going to ban diesel motors, whatever they are, new or old or any other ones, from the centre of Bristol, you know what you can all do. I will not be going there. If you're going that way, you might as well just carry on and go to Wales. Gee, I heard myself on something the other day, and I sounded so young, I couldn't believe it. Well, were you young when it was recorded? 
No, I don't think so. No, it was <coughs> sorry. It was recorded just the other day. So I'm going to have to uh, age my voice a bit. I could I could try switching the auto tune and things on, see if that affects your voice. Yeah, I want to I want to sound more like a sort of, you know, I want to sound a bit more deeper, a bit richer, a bit more sort of like a thespian. Oh, I could do chipmunk. No, don't bother with that. Anyway, where were we? Um, so Bristol, one of the most stupid things anybody it's it's all it's all to do with this so called climate emergency. But should we start listen, should we start the show? I've got a coffee. I don't need to get anything else. Start the program now because we don't want all that dog barking in it. Okay, well I'll press the um the tit, as you say. <clears throat> well, David Miller used to show on uh, on a radio station I worked on and he used to say something even ruder to the uh, team before they start. Oi! Oi! Hey! I can't have this while we're working, if you call it that. You were going to say what Dave Miller said. Yeah, I thought better of it anyway. Um, so, uh, play, play the f***ing play the thing. Don't, hang on, I've got a physio appointment this afternoon because I've, I've, I've pulled my sciatic nerve out doing something fairly energetic, which we won't go into, but, oh, God, it's painful. Everybody's ever done their sciatic nerve, and then it goes right through your bum, down your leg, down to your foot. It's like a bum spasm. I don't know what one of those is. I think Keith Lemon called it a shooty ass syndrome. Did he? Hmm. Similar, very similar. Did you see on my TV show the other day I had Ross Lee, the comedian? Yes. Who's a good friend of Keith Lemon's. They're all a bit bonkers. Uh-huh. I had to get him thrown out by security. I saw. So when are you going on uh, Celebrity Juice then? Who knows? You know, I've not been asked. If I get asked, I will go on it. <sighs> what? I'm just trying to imagine the games that he'd get you to play. Why would he get me to play anything? Well, that's part of the show, isn't it? Have you, have you seen the show? I have seen the show, yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't get me to play anything in particular, just whatever he'd arranged. Oh, no, they, they, they normally do like a special segment for the guest and, and name name a game after you. Really? Hmm. What would they name after me? Um, I've tried not to be rude or disgusting. Or no, crude. go on, go on. No, no, be as, what, what would they name after me? Um, we haven't started the show. It doesn't matter. Go on. I can't say the first thing that came to my head. Why? What was it? It's quite bad. Come on, what was it? <laughs> What was it? Oh, you're embarrassing me now. Go on. I mean, I've come up with a really good one. Uh, my mind's really childish. Mine's great. Wanky Whale. Oh, no. Mine was Whaley's Wankoff. <laughs> uh, quite often that was my nickname at school. <laughs> That's really <laughs> sad. Go, Whale. Yes, you're a wanker. It's sad that we both have similar thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't care less as long as I, you know, uh, I was better than them. Who do you think would win? Uh, what, in Wales, Wankoff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without a shadow of a doubt, Keith Lemon. Are you saying he's a bigger wanker? Yeah. Okay. Why don't we send this to him and say, I'd love to be on Celebrity Juice just to prove it. 
I'll cut this bit out and send him a clip. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Right, let's start this because um, I've got to go and uh, check the car out when Jakey's finished. Let's see if there's any scratches on it. Yeah, he does. No, he does a brilliant job. If anybody wants Jakey to come around and, and clean their car, Jake the Rag. Jake the Rag. Shall I press the button now then? Or that's the... a bit like Jake the Peg. Yeah, we can't. With a wanky about. leg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't put any of this out. It's too rude. That f***ing thing you gave me, by the way, is dangerous. Why? It's sharp. You're not supposed to put your fingers in it. So did it do the job? Yeah, yeah. But you did. I thought it was just a little thing with little plasticky little bits that sucked bits off. No, it spins round. It, yes, it, you can cut your dick off or what, anything off. <laughs> it's supposed to debobble your scarf. Yes, well, it does debobble your scarf, and it'll debobble a lot else. Does it? Um, doesn't it have a guard on the end of it? Yeah, but I've put it together, and then you know I I like to take things apart and have a look. Right. Well, that that's a health and safety nightmare, then, isn't it? Really. You know, it's like my coffee thing, where I put the coffee beans in to grind them up, <clears throat> and then because coffee, you know, there's an oil in coffee. Sometimes I leave a little bit of uh, coffee stuck to the outside, so I'm putting my finger around in that, and I thought, "Fuck, it's turned on." Luckily, I turned it off at the plug before it started. You're a nightmare, aren't you? No wonder you get yeah. someone else to wash your car. Well, I, I would hurt myself. Um, okay, listen, uh, I must tell Jake he features heavily in the podcast. Cool. <laughs> I'm not sure he'll be pleased. Right, welcome to the James Well podcast here from the studio in uh, uh, the, the cottage of Wales, Wales Little Cottage, uh, where we uh, do the programme. Well, I sit in the cottage and uh, my friend Rob the Snob is uh, in his shop somewhere in North Wales. But I can't tell you exactly where because he doesn't want you coming along and saying anything to him. So a very good day. Uh, welcome to the show. That was almost professional. Yeah, right. So uh, on we go. Talk. Uh, obviously, we're in this thing called Perda. We can't um, really uh, start showing favour to one political party or another. So let me just say, get this out of the way. Uh, they're all doing remarkably well, aren't they? <laughs> yes, remarkably well. I mean, if you're going to start off and say, let's try not to make any cock-ups in this election, uh, all the main parties have, uh, have managed to cock-up spectacularly, haven't they? Um, can't wait to see how more, how many more cock-ups. I suppose we'll be going out and voting for the party with the least cock-ups, won't we? Can you not say cock-up? Why? Well, I have to beep that out, don't I? Well, I don't know that you need to beep out cock-up, but if I'd said the party that makes the least f**k-up, you probably would. I'd definitely have to beep that out, yeah. Mm. Anyway, listen, I do want to talk about uh, this disgusting behaviour. Uh, of those kids up in uh, in Leeds and in various other parts of the country um, who decided they would throw fireworks at buildings, at cars, stick them in the exhaust pipes of cars, throw them at people, animals. They had the riot squad out on the streets up in Leeds. 
Kids as young as 11 have been arrested. And uh, you get people going, on. oh, well, it's because they've got nothing to look forward to. Life's so difficult now, kids have got nothing to look forward to. Nothing to look forward to. I mean, for God's sake, uh, people, i tell you what the problem is, okay? The problem is some people are just damned lazy, and that has always been the case, but it's a lot easier to be lazy now. A lot easier to be lazy now. A lot easier to say, it's not my fault, I can't get a job. It's not my fault. You know, you get people who come to this country from other countries and get jobs. Not because they work cheaper, because they actually go out there and they get themselves a job. Other people say, oh, I can't work for that. I can't do that. I can't work for this. I can't do that. I'm getting fed up with it. And these kids out on the streets throwing fireworks, whose fault is it? Well, it's partly their fault and they need to be dealt with. And it's the fault of their parents. A lot of parents couldn't give a shit, except when somebody tells their child off, they get all upset and they get really annoyed and start causing all sorts of trouble. We have got ourselves in a situation where there is no discipline. Now, I know I'm sounding old and grumpy, but uh, we have got kids who are behaving violently in a society where everybody wants to be very nice to everyone, not to upset or worry everyone. Not to say anything that might make people feel inferior or make people feel embarrassed. So let's try and be nice to everybody, okay? Let's all act in a nice, political, correct way. No bullying, no sexism, nothing. So that's fine, okay. Um, but we've got ourselves into a situation where nobody's prepared to tell anybody off. So if you say to a kid, sit up straight. I'm telling my mum you talk to me like that. Sit up straight, shut your mouth and listen to what we're saying. Otherwise, you're going to end up being a no-hoper. You can't talk to me like that. You can't. I just have. But now they walk out of school, they tell somebody, and the teacher would get done for bullying. And I didn't get the cane very often, but the threat of it was enough to actually make sure that you tried not to get caught if you were going to misbehave. Okay? And you also would get a second telling off, sent to your room. Of course, some kids now, if your parents send them to the room, they just say, you can f*** off, I'm going out, in any regional accent you want to put on. And a parent doesn't do anything. Oh, well, I'll leave him, he'll, get, he'll come round. This is how we've got ourselves into this situation. There is no discipline. Not only is there no discipline, and that needs to be brought back, without people saying, oh, they're, getting, they're bullying me. I have a friend of mine who uh, had quite a... Uh, a, a good job in the BBC. I better not say too much. It's gonna, it's the, <laughs> it's the subject um, of a case at the moment. Um, he uh, he wanted to remove somebody from their job. That's his job. He was in charge uh, and told them they weren't very good at what they were doing. But then he was going to remove them and put them into another job he thought they were more suited to. They went straight to HR and said they'd been bullied. He was suspended. Their inquiries into it. Um, they found out that he's not a bully, that he was just doing his job. But could we make sure this person doesn't feel, sort of feel neglected? Could we, could we, could we, could we leave that person in the job? But no, I'm, I'm in charge. That person's not doing that job very well. I want them moved somewhere else. If I was in a commercial broadcaster, I'd probably have paid them off to go. 
oh, no, we can't do that. No, 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 no. So the BBC real higher-ups, and I'll tell you, this, when it comes out, will probably have the director general in real trouble for all sorts of things I'm not going to speak about at the moment. But this is just, this is the same thing is in every kind of huge company now frightened of doing something because somebody will go somewhere and say, I've been bullied. I'm not, I'm not, I've been treated appallingly. And so there is no discipline. What is the incentive to actually do well? And you get politicians saying, oh, well, we don't want people doing well. If you, you, you know, anybody's successful, not, not very. You know, there is no incentive in this country to do well at anything anymore. Let's all be a bunch of fucking moderate morons. No high achievers, let's all be the same. We need to sort this thing out. This is a real problem for this country. And so kids can turn around to their parents, they can turn around to the police, they can turn around to anyone and say, oh, you can't touch me. You do that, I'm going to tell them that you assaulted me. I'm going to tell them that you're bullying me. You know, you can't, this is not on. Those kids throwing those fireworks could have killed or maimed someone. Four policemen were sent to hospital. And I bet they all get sent home. Very, very little will happen. They might get a fine, which their parents will say they can't really afford, and so it'll get cut down to two pennies a week or something stupid. And sure, if we put people in prison, they must be rehabilitated. We don't seem to be able to get to grips with that. And there are lots of people who could be disciplined without being sent to prison. Why don't we think about it and have the conversation? But kids cannot run wild like they are at the moment. And it's got nothing to do with whether there's nothing to look forward to. There are no jobs. There are plenty of jobs, plenty of things to look forward to. It's all in your head what you look forward to. You know, I was written off at school. I was told, um, well, you've got no qualifications. You can't really aspire to anything. There is a job on uh, on a building site. Uh, they want uh, a builder's mate. Uh, you could do that for a while. And actually, I did do it for a while and then realized I wanted to do something else and then realized I could, you know, you can do whatever you want to do in life. We have got ourselves into a bit of a pickle now. So people say, oh, we've well, got to be academically clever to do anything. Bollocks. If I wanted to be an accountant and a lawyer or an architect or something, I would probably need to be reasonably uh, academic. Probably not for an architect. That's slightly more uh, artistic than, but. There, most things, or a doctor, you know, but most things you can achieve if you really put your mind to it and want to. You're not saying anything. No, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, and I, and I think it's in a, some way it's, it's a good thing this has happened because uh, I'm hoping that as an outcome of this, they're going to ban fireworks completely. Well, I would like them to ban fireworks because I don't see any point in it, particularly as we've got to a stage where most people can't even remember who, who Guy Fawkes was. And I, I don't mind firework displays, and, and let's have firework, proper firework displays. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But let's, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harriet in their back gardens lighting bonfires and throwing fireworks. About. And, you know, well done to Sainsbury's for banning the sale of fireworks. There's a little shop in the village near where I live saying loud rockets for sale. I went in and had a little go. As in you set some rockets off or you had a go at them? No, I had a little go at the people. I said, what do you want to sell those for? Why do you put... And the, the bloke behind the counter said, what? I said, why, just as a matter of interest, why are you selling rockets and advertising them in the window as extra loud? 
And he looked at me gormly, a bloke in his 40s, looked at me gormly and said, I don't know what you mean. I said, that's probably because you're too thick. And that really gets them going. And here's a bloke with no qualifications calling somebody else who's probably got loads thick. I'll tell you who else is thick, shall I? Don't be insulting to me again. No, apart from you, magistrates. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've f- had to go into magistrates' court a couple of times in my life, um, usually to do with driving too fast sometimes, but, you know, usually because I refuse it. But I just, and I've observed some uh, court cases, and it seems to me that quite often the people sitting on their bench uh, have no idea what's going on, have to ask for advice from the clerk of the court as to what they should do. They listen to the mitigating evidence and they're all learned uh, lawyers and people in front of them and and usually end up uh, giving in to the little scumbags who are in front of them. I think we could get rid of the magistrate system and have proper trained judges, but I think judges have to train better. And, And this business recently of the Extinction Rebellion mob. Oh, you can't call them a mob, can you? I'll be in trouble. Um who apparently the the Metropolitan Police were wrong and unlawful in saying they could not demonstrate in certain areas. Now, of course, we're in a free country. You can demonstrate. You can't stop people going about their lawful business. And you saw what happened on the train in Canning Town where they pulled the guys off the roof. Now, we're not allowed to condone that sort of behaviour, but I tell you, if it carried on and it got worse... And the judiciary said, no, no, you can't stop these people. They have the right to demonstrate. Well, then I have the right to go to work or go to the shops or do what I want to do and not be hindered by a bunch of twats uh, who have uh, got it in their heads that the world is going to end unless we all stop using trains or stop doing this, that and the other. Fine. Uh, It's a free country. You can say that. You can demonstrate about that. But I'm sorry, we live in a democracy and a free country and I have the right to say, well, I don't agree. And then you can say, yeah, but the science is proven. Yes, okay, well, the science is proven in lots of things and then it transpires later in life that maybe the science wasn't quite as right after you'd gone a few years down the line as the science thought it was. And that's happened in many, many things, has it not? It has. Who knows what the way the climate is changing now could bring in the future. They've done modelling and they think they know. And suppose everybody stopped doing, suppose right across the planet everybody stopped using uh, uh, fossil fuels and cars and replanted woods and everything else. Supposing that happened, are they absolutely sure the planet would, the climate would change, would would stay the way it was? The, the, The climate has never changed. No, but it's moving faster in the wrong direction now. Well, eventually it will. But who's to say in another 50 years it won't have moved into a better sphere for mankind? It might not be the right time to correct it. It could well be the wrong time to correct it. And, and, you know, there are things that we do. I mean, walk down the street and you see bits of bottles and everything else all over the place. That can all be stopped and is. People are becoming less messy than they were, not nearly less messy enough, but they're getting better. But anyway, this is is the whole point of discipline, you know. And you're telling people they can uh, obstruct the highway, but that's illegal. 
but you know, it's not that you can't ban people from demonstrating, but surely you can ban people from stopping other people from doing what they have a lawful right to do. So I'm just suggesting that that there is, you know, as soon as somebody for a reason, oh, well, these people are very well-meaning they're saving the planet. They're not saving the planet. 80 tonnes worth of rubbish was left after they had their demonstrations in London. Anyway, I digress. So Bristol, bye-bye. Well, if the the police, are they going to get some sort of uh, fine for uh, this thing? Well, if they do, then people will start fining for days they couldn't get to work and, you know, uh, and various other things. If they get fined, um, it'll be the public who've been fined because we will be paying the fine. I will be very annoyed and I will be moaning about it a lot here and on the radio. But that would suggest that there's a body representing Extinction Rebellion and therefore whatever fine they come up with, we come up with a bigger fine, um, which puts them into debt in a way. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then there's some people giving Extinction Rebellion so much money. As long as the fines are smaller than the uh, what we're going to bill them for the clean-up and for the extra policing, etc., like they do in the festivals, the, the, the police get yeah. bill the festivals. Yeah. So let's uh, bill Extinction Rebellion for uh, policing their event. Uh, and, That's uh, a very, very good... That is one of the best ideas you, Pratt Features, have ever come up with. That is a good idea. You know this uh, Jake, uh, Jake the Rag? Oh, yeah. Which colour car uh, is the best to polish? He likes the black ones because they look really good when you've polished it, but they also get very dirty very quickly and show up all the scratches. But he does like a black car. You drop your pen. Yeah, I did. Why? No reason. I'll catch you out later. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to. You, You just can't, can you? <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Um, oh, by the way, here's here's one about colour, okay? Uh, these people wearing white poppies. Or uh, rainbow poppies. Mm. It's not on. Technically not, no. You obviously don't understand what the poppy is about. And never mind what the colour. The colour of a poppy is red. The fact is that the British Legion raise money every year and have done for many, many, many years to help ex-servicemen. And ex-servicemen doesn't necessarily mean old because there are a lot of ex-servicemen who've been fighting in Afghanistan and various other places who've been left incredibly injured and they have to be looked after. And unfortunately, we don't as a country look after our veterans very well. They do it a lot better in America than we do it here. So the British Legion stepped in to look after those people and look after the families of those um, who were killed in combat. And so uh, I find it highly offensive for anyone to wear a white poppy because I don't think the people, but we're not interested in war. No, I'm not interested in war either. Nothing worse than war. But the poppy is there to actually make us think about the people who were injured and the people who died during conflict and the fact that we are looking after them and the relatives of those who are no longer here to look after them. Do not wear a white poppy. It says you're a prat. There's lots of colours, though, isn't it? It's not just white. There's purple, the rainbow one. Um, Yeah, yeah. wear wear those colours at a different time of year. 
Yeah, absolutely. Right, do you want to do tech talk or something like that now? I seem to have been talking for far too long about nothing in particular. Uh, I've got quite a bit in tech talk this week. Oh, I'm going to put my feet up and go and see how Jake's doing. You can't do both. Oh, no. <clears throat> I checked my phone. Go to the physiotherapy. Oh, I told you that, didn't I? Uh, right, I want to know. Okay. I'm Jake the Peck with this one. <laughs> Did a little, little, um. You can't, you can't sing that. Why not? Oh, yes. Oh, gosh, I forgot. Right, edit that out. <clears throat> <laughs> Three million customers will be leaving BT because Virgin Mobile, the mobile phone uh, company, uh, are switching all their customers over to Vodafone. Right, okay. So that's three million customers lost in one day. Yeah. Facebook's having a rebrand. <sighs> oh, sorry. I'm, uh, no reflection on you. It's, uh, it's changing its logo to all capitals rather than lowercase. But the Facebook um, that we know and love will still have the same branding. It's just its parents' company would be changing. So Instagram, you'll notice the logo will change. Uh, UK drone pilots have until the end of November to register their details with the CAA. Mm-hmm. Any uh, drone under 250 kilograms doesn't have to bother. Uh, you know the um, Uber car, the self-driving Uber car that killed a pedestrian? Mm-hmm. It didn't have the code uh, in it to detect jaywalkers. Oh, so if someone stepped out into the road and not on a crossing they were supposed to have stepped out onto, the car had no code in it to detect that person and therefore would have killed or injured anybody, really. Can I say Black Friday's coming? It's on uh, November the 29th to get your super deals and Amazon are doing theirs a week earlier on... Why would you call it, I mean, when you, I mean, I know, oh, never mind, right. Why has it got to be called Black Friday? Why can't it be called Great Friday? If it was going to be any other colour, what colour would you pick? Probably white. I like white. So white Friday. Except on poppies, yeah. Okay, uh, the film this week to go and see is the Aeronauts film with uh, Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. Mm. That's a good film. Go and see that. I was watching a ridiculous film I saw on um, Netflix the other night. I don't know, was it Rim of the World or something? It was about kids trying to save the world. I'm amazed how how bad some movies are. Oh, um, BritBox has uh, been launched, I think, today. I was going to talk about that, actually. Now you've, you've stolen my thunder. I wonder if your old TV shows are going to be on it. They better not be. They're all on my website. JamesWorldRadio.co.uk. Um, again, this is ridiculous. This is a collaboration. Have you finished your bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. This is a collaboration between uh, the BBC and ITV. I don't pay a TV license fee to then go and pay five quid or whatever it is a month for the privilege of watching old programmes. Now, if the BBC want to be funded in that way, fine. Scrap the fucking license fee. This is just not on. Why isn't anybody complaining about this? I complain all the time. If you want to watch Dad's Army on iPlayer, the episodes won't be there, but you can buy the box set. I, I don't hmm. see... If, if I'm paying a TV license, like you just said, I've already paid in the past, probably when... Or my parents would have done, when Dad's Army was being made. Hmm. So we own it. It's ours. Yep, yeah, which is why... 
I've had my first threatening letter about not having a TV licence. Oh, you'll get several. And apparently they've handed my address over to the enforcement team near where I live. Okay. Imagine if you're an old person. Now, I'm not watching television illegally, by the way. So you don't have a TV anymore. You have a monitor. Well, yeah. But it looks like a TV. Well, you use it in the way of a TV, but it's, it's technically just a monitor. I mean, it monitor. could be a TV, but I choose not to use the TV part of it. It's still a monitor. Well, exactly. A screen. We call it a screen. It's, yeah. Screen with a Netflix app. Yeah. And if you, if you come along on my house, there is a, um, there's been there for years before I bought the house, an aerial. Oh, you should remove or that. A, not an aerial, a dish. Oh, a dish is okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no, I had the aerial taken off. Yeah, I mean, that's just, all you get is Freeview, and Freeview is terrible. It's like really slow. You have to play menu, and it's like three yeah, days But you wouldn't late. be able to watch Freeview without a license, would you? You can, providing you haven't tuned it into the BBC, which is impossible to do. All right, okay. All you need to do if you're in that situation is remove the aerial off your house because no house should have an aerial on it anymore. The aerial's gone. There's right. no aerial on the house. Right, well, your free sat boxes, just remove them. And then uh, that's it then. So you're, you're just using Netflix. So when they come around your house, you, A, you can't pick up the uh, digital analog strokey signal from the Freeview. Mm. And uh, B, you've got no receiver for um, satellite TV either. You, all you've got on your telly is an app. Um, yeah. As long as you don't enable the uh, iPlayer app on your telly, which you have to put in a code to do anyway nowadays. I watch the movies you send me on CD. Blu-ray. Well, they're all the same to me. Well, they're round and they go in a little disky thingy. Yeah. 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 In fact, somebody sent me one, a friend of mine who works at ITV, sent me one of me on Through the Keyhole in about 1990. Oh, yeah, I think that's on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I can't imagine why anybody would countenance this and what on earth ITV are getting into this. ITV are nearly finished, aren't they? I think. And advertisers will begin to realise that they probably get better return for their advertising on some of the other channels. You're not going to get advertising on things like Netflix and Amazon Prime, though. No, no, no. But, you know, you, you probably spend your money on product placement and stuff like that. Speaking of shit TV, have you been watching the uh, Celebrity X Factor? No. I don't watch TV. We just have this conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shall I, I have no idea what is on television at the moment. I get my news from talk radio or the Sky News app on my phone. Or should I have a license for that? No, you don't need a license for that. Yeah, so I put that on my iPad or my laptop and it's just like watching it on the TV and then I can connect that to the big screen. There we are. Me and Ash are thinking of doing a show. You know how on every, um, every uh, program on Sky News and everything else, they have the paper review, which I used to do on Sky quite often. Yep. And it's all a bit worthy, so I figured I'll sit down with Ash somewhere comfortable and we'll just go through the newspapers. We'll do a half-hour program just on, on, on going through the papers and talking about the shit that's happening in the world. Problem with that is it'd be a bad time of year to do that. Why? Well, because of this um, colour scheme problem we have. 
What is this? What is this, this colour scheme problem you're going on about? Well, we're not allowed to favour one colour over another, are we? Oh, I forgot. You're talking about the erection again. Stop it. Well, it's, it's in all the newspapers, so your yeah. paper reviews. Well, you can talk it. about it as long as you talk about them all. All oh, right. Okay. And as long as you don't show favouritism more to one than another. And as I said at the beginning, well, I didn't say actually, but when we were having our private chat before we started the podcast, uh, they're all they're all making fuck up after fuck up. Oh, sorry, cock up after cock up. That's just as bad. It's quite well. Well, cock up after cock up is just as bad as fuck up after fuck up. Really? Okay. Right, listen, if things are uh, moving on, we've got other stuff to do on uh, the James Well podcast, of course, favoured by lots of people who don't like other ones. Oh, dear. Um, so uh, somebody else sent in a joke. I think we've got two this week. Okay, okay right. <clears throat> I did say the one last week really made me laugh. So uh, you've got any jokes? Here we go. I haven't read them before. This is James K. Walton sent this one. He's, uh, if it makes you laugh, if it, it's good. It'll cheer the day up. If not, sorry. Mickey Mouse is in the middle of a nasty divorce from Minnie Mouse. Mickey spoke to the judge about the separation. I'm sorry, Mickey, but I can't legally separate the two of you on the grounds that Minnie is mentally insane, said the judge. Mickey replied, I didn't say she was mentally insane. I said that she's fucking goofy. <laughs> oh, that is quite funny. Um, uh, maybe I could do stand-up. You know, it's terrible, isn't it? I'll, this is how I'm going to do stand-up. Um, this is from John Barnes, 21. I haven't read this either. It's a long one, so I might make a cock-up of this. Um, a lawyer married a woman who had previously divorced eight husbands. Huh. I think I know that lady. On their wedding night, she told her new husband, Please be gentle. I'm still a virgin. What? said the puzzled groom. How can that be if you've had eight husbands? Well, husband one was a sales representative, and he just kept telling me how great it was going to be. Husband two was in IT support. He was never really sure how it was supposed to function, but he said he'd look into it and get back to me. Husband three was an engineer. He understood the basic processes, but wanted three years to research, implement, and design a new state-of-the-art method. <laughs> Husband four was from finance and administration, and he thought he knew how, but he wasn't sure whether it was his job or not. Husband five was in marketing. Although he had a nice product, he was never sure how to position it. Husband six was a psychologist. All he ever did was talk about it. Husband seven was a gynecologist. All he did was look at it. Husband eight was a stamp collector. All he ever did was... God, I miss him. But now that I've married you... I'm really excited. Good, said the new husband. But why? You're a lawyer. This time I know I'm going to get fucked. 
<laughs> Apologies to lawyers everywhere. Um, if you've got a joke, by the way, send it in to us, uh, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be rude about me or you want to tell me how great I am, uh, you can send it in to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. And uh, that's it, really. Um, I think we've got time for uh, the questions, haven't we? Uh, yes, we got. I've got a few questions. Because the whale can answer any question you have. Any question you want, just email it to us at gmail.com or get in touch via Facebook or however you listen to this, whatever. Right, I've got to go. Come on. Uh, David Booth. In the word sent, which letter is silent, the S or the C? Uh, In the word sent, uh, the C, I think. But I'm dyslexic. Why ask me a question like that? Okay, Andy Quick. Should sanitary bins be installed in the gents' toilets as well? No. Not unless you've got a loose bowel. Jackie Gant, can I get you to smile? No. Rob James, is it true that people are making the end of world jokes like there's no tomorrow? <laughs> if they have any sense, yes. Uh, Rob Oldfield, what is your favourite colour? White. <laughs> Uh, Tom Poole, what's the best wine you've had recently? Gavi de Gavi is my favourite white wine at the moment. And as far as the red wine is concerned, I like a red Rioja. That's two extra beeps there. What? We, you can't can't say that. You'll have to have um, blue wine, green wine and, and, and yellow. I'll be pissed, wouldn't it, I suppose? You're making an awful lot out of this bird of stuff that really doesn't need to be there. I've not done it before. No, well, here we are. I've done it many times. I've only got into trouble a couple. Anyway, I'm having a banana. I, I, ha- I went to the pub yesterday and I had uh, sausage and mash for lunch and it was too big a portion, too many sausages. And so I, I usually take something out to the dogs who were in the car after lunch and I had a sausage left, but it was covered in gravy and, you know, and I thought, well, I can't take it out like that. So I just decided to suck all the gravy off it. I don't know what you're laughing at. And this woman sitting opposite <laughs> had to disappear to the toilet quickly. Yeah. I know, oh. ridiculous. I'm eating a banana as we speak because <clears throat> I can nearly get a whole banana in my mouth. Anyway, go on. Um, Pauline Cod, have you noticed that ears seem to get bigger as you tiptoe into old age? Um, having not got there yet, Pauline, uh, I haven't noticed that, but um, yeah, and uh, the other thing that I have noticed is fingernails grow longer as you get older, too. I've been told I don't know that myself. That, that's if you don't cut them, of course, they get longer. Well, no, they're made up, mm. it's not quite right, this banana. Is it a non-EU one? I don't know. It's a Tesco one. James Reed, I currently mm. listen to your podcast via my phone. I would prefer to listen to it through Alexa, but I've been unable to find a way to listen. Is it available on an app? I'll hand that one over to Rob. Uh, I, When I typed up these questions last night, I tested Alexa. I said, Alexa, play the James World Radio Show podcast and the app that Alexa chose to open to play the podcast was TuneIn. So make sure you've enabled the TuneIn on your Alexa Echo app 
thing, whatever you're using, and it should work. There we are. <clears throat> I couldn't have put that better myself. I thought I'd just give you a chance. Andy Howard, why do cyclists wear stupid flashing lights on their head, even in daylight? I want to just keep flashing my full beam at them and see how they like it. Andy, I have a real problem with flashing lights on bikes. They are disruptive uh, and they take people's attention from way and sometimes obscure uh, people's vision, whether they happen to be pedestrians, other cyclists or motorists. Flashing lights on dark roads in the evenings and during the day are a ridiculously stupid thing and should be banned. Andy Wood asks... Why is it the odds of being abducted by aliens are 7 million to 1 and the chances of winning the lottery, since they've added more numbers, are 70 million to 1? That's 10 times more. Mm. Well, because uh, it is. The fact is quite well known now that we are not alone in the universe. And it uh, eventually will be, and they reckon probably in the next 10 years, uh, I was talking to a scientist about this the other day, uh, they reckon that we will probably have have uh, found other life forms in the universe within the next five to ten years. Which says to me they've probably found something now that they haven't quite developed, so they can't reveal it. Well, if you think about it, in Britain there's approximately 70 million people, isn't there, roughly, give or take a few? Yeah. And in the galaxy, and several millions of galaxies, off into infinity into space... There's lots of aliens, so the chances are quite high. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a very good point, actually. A very good point to finish on. Can't we squeeze in Karen Clift? I don't know whether Karen Clift wants to be squeezed in. Any chance of any snow in Blackpool this year, please? Yes. A good chance. In fact, according to uh, Piers Corbyn... Uh, whose brother's a well-known politician, but obviously we shouldn't mention him. Uh, we're going to have a really severe winter. He doesn't believe in uh, the climate change theories. He says um, uh, the climate does change. He said uh, most of the climate change is affected by the sun and the sun's activity. And what does Piers Johnson say? Who's Piers Johnson? I'm just balancing it out. Okay, I've no idea. Um, so, yeah, and Piers Corbyn said to me, there is going to be a very, very cold winter this year. And he said, apart from anything else, we are heading into a mini ice age. And uh, Piers Swinson piped up and said, Fuck you all.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.